Welcome back to the Likely Lads podcast with myself, Declan Harris, and we've got another special guest on today. So we've had three guests in a row now. We've been going up in, in the biz. Um, I Nora. Yeah, we've gone up in the biz now. So um, great feedback from uh, Big Donkey's episode last week. It was great to chat to him. And like we said, he's such a humble guy. Um, but yeah, um, how's your week been, Dad? Yeah, not bad, but um been quite excited this week. Obviously, my birthday Sunday, isn't it? so Is it? I have a few sherbets. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. have a few sherbets, like. Yeah. How about yours? Your week all right, or what? Yeah, not bad. Um, started my dissertation proposal and stuff like that now. Getting to the yeah. knit and grit of university. Um, hopefully, having a few beers tonight with uh, the cheer ladies from uh, university. So, oh, um, easy, yeah. Yeah, we've got quite a good theme as well. Um, so can't wait for that. But first, uh, yeah, you yeah. can introduce our guest, and then and I've got us back to back to back guests now, Michael. Three in a row. So yeah. this week we have a a girl on up in up coming in the Talbot business business in the um, personal training business. We have Katie from KCM Fitness. How are you, Kate? Hello, I'm not too bad. Things are going good. How are you? Happy days, yeah. yeah. All right. Not bad. So, do you want to give a little introduction about yourself, Kate? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm Katie. I'm owner and head coach and currently only coach at KCM Fitness. Um, like you said, they're up and coming, still relatively new to the industry. Been in it now just over two years, but transferred online in lockdown and business has boomed and I haven't really looked back. So things are going good and I'm definitely not going back to the gym floor when gym's open, that's for sure. Yeah. Happy days. Um, well, it's not, one of our, yeah, it's not one of our questions, but oh, how have you found the situation with COVID? Because yeah. I think it's quite like a unique situation for everyone. And like you said, business is booming and people want to lose weight and stuff because especially the first lockdown, like me and Dec, when I've spoken before, like, we went straight into like fitness training. We was out on the grass with the summer, nice weather. Everyone was trying to keep fit, and everyone had the thought process of, "Shit, this is my time to get fit now." With all my time off work and everything else, um, how have you found with the COVID situation and everything else? Yeah, I actually found it quite tough initially. Um, don't talk about it too much now, but I had my own personal training studio in Swansea this time last year well no just short of that actually we opened on June the 1st I had a business partner spent the entirety of my third year exams doing 18 hour shifts trying to get this gym ready to open um and within three months I walked away from it and left as my business partner because essentially he was a bit of a dickhead so throughout the winter of last year I was prepping to get my garage ready in between the weather and everything. So everything just kept getting delayed. So I didn't actually end up reopening and doing PT again until the 10th of February. And then by the end of March, I was shut in because of lockdown. So I was really stressed. I'd spent all my savings on getting myself ready to go on my own again. And I was less than four weeks in and I was forced to close. So I was like at a crossroad. I was like, shit, I've spent all my savings. Like I'm closed again. Like this is the second time it hasn't worked. So I was a bit like, right, what do I do now? Um, I had a load of PT clients. I was pretty full anyway. So I just said to them, look, give me the weekend. Let me come up with a bit of a plan. You know, I'm getting the news the same time as you. I don't know what to think of it either. So let's just see 
you know, what happens the next couple of days. And then I'll let you know Monday what's going on. So over the weekend, I thought, right, these guys, most of them are new clients. So I thought, right, let's just give them, because initially we were only going to be in lockdown for three weeks. So I said, right, let's give them um, three weeks of online coaching free because they paid me for PT. And then I just finished their PT sessions when those three weeks are over. And then it just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And I was like, shit, I've been working with these clients for like two, three months and I've not earned a penny, you know? Like I weren't charging them because I told them I'd do it free. So... At first, I was thinking, like, I've, you know, made a bad move here. I yeah. should have thought a little bit more. But because they were working with me online, I got a load of transformations from them. And I used them on social media and said, look, I'm going online. I think I said I was going online mid-April time. Um, so I just used their results from the month or two that they'd been with me online to sort of advertise, like, I can do this. Yeah. This is what I've done so far. And it's rocketed from there. I in a position I never imagined being in. I closed my books in December because I was so full. I'm actually announcing this weekend I'm closing again because I've hit full capacity. So I'm just not in a position to work with anyone else at the moment. So yeah. it's been a blessing in disguise for me. And what seemed really scary at first has been pretty successful and I didn't expect it, but I put in the hours. I was doing like 16 hour shifts a day, every day, you know, in the house on the laptop, getting everything up and running. So it was hard, but I made of it what I could. And I know, like, if I had just sort of sat back and gone, oh, well, fuck this, I'm just going to wait for everything else, I wouldn't be yeah. where I am now. Yeah. I, I think we said before we came on as well, like, you're one of the busiest people we've ever seen on Instagram. And <laughs> I, I'm probably one of the busiest people we've known because you're just constantly, and like you said, constantly doing something and you quite like to be busy. Otherwise, your head's all over the shop. And, it's sort of one of the reasons why we made this podcast for you to keep ourselves busy because, like, if you're not doing something, then you're doing nothing. So, <laughs> you, you exactly. know, it's really bad. Exactly. But, yeah, kick off questions, one deck. Is it? Um, all right, then. Start us off, Kate. How did you get into weightlifting in general? Um, so, it stemmed from when I was younger. I was, as most people know, Irish dancing was sort of, yeah. like, my main sport. Um got quite successful with that. And as I was in like the top end of the competitive nature of it, I knew what was setting me back was like my lack of strength, power, all that sort of stuff. But with that sort of sporting background, there's very little knowledge. Like coaches, teachers don't know a lot about nutrition training. So I had to do a lot of my own research to figure out what I needed to do to get better. Um, So I think that's where I went down the route of going a bit further into the education side. But I'd always been big into training. So it got to a point, I think I was doing something every day at one point between like county netball, dancing, I was playing football for Cardiff. I was doing a bit of everything. I was like, right, something's got to give. Like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So I gave up the football and the netball, just stuck with the dancing. And then me being busy, couldn't stick with just a couple of days a week. So I was just in the gym and got into lifting. I'm a pretty confident person in that sense anyways. Like I'll chat to anyone, ask them for tips and things and just start meeting new people, going to different gyms and just sort of spiralled from there, really. Oh, happy days. <clears throat> Obviously, I think that's a nice progression from, like you said, Irish dancing. They wanted to perfect yourself in Irish dancing and then took on the yeah. gym, etc., which is a good benefit. And now it's kind of, like you said, spiralled into a business and your lifestyle now. Um, just going off that, did you... You obviously went to university as well. Um, what did you study in university? Was it SNC or? 
Uh, yeah, no, not SNC, Sport Next Day Science degree I done in Cardiff. I only graduated in July, so I was doing yeah. my dissertation in the middle of lockdown and building my business as well. So 100 mile per hour, to say the least. But yeah. um, I had no intention of being a personal trainer, no intention of being a coach. Um, it was one of the options as a module in first year to do fitness instructing and personal training. So I took it and just thought it's an extra qualification. Yeah. And then I just fell in love with the process of helping helping other people I knew I had a bit more knowledge than the average person spent then second and third year doing PT in part-time just for a bit of extra cash it was better than a minimum yeah. wage job and I loved it and then I was like right yeah this is what I want to do opened the gym that didn't work tried again that shut and I was like right online has got to work there's no going back <laughs> yeah it's mad because everything you're talking about has happened in such a short space of time and your business is absolutely just boomed. Like, I, the, like obviously some of the bigger um, fitness things on uh, Instagram, you know, you see every day, you see every day. But to come out of Talbot and to see where you are now, yeah. it's just like, it's absolutely inspiring. Like, yeah. But leading on from that now, obviously you've gone on to online coaching. Do you want to say a bit about what your business is all about? Because obviously you work with just women and stuff and, yeah yeah so I'm predominantly a female coach um more so because when I first started out I made it my mission to coach men because I wanted to prove I could get men in shape and be like yeah I know (laughs) I'm gonna show you that um and then I just found that like I didn't get the satisfaction out of it as what I'd wanted to so I went down the female route and a lot of my work is around like understanding your menstrual cycles how your periods affect your training your nutrition all that sort of stuff um, yeah. I've done quite a bit as well. Like I've got my pre and postnatal qualifications. Again, an area there's very little coaches in, in terms of I can coach a woman right through the pregnancy period um, and then postnatal once they've had the baby as well. Because again, I just feel like they're areas that they lacks a lot of support and understanding and what they need to do. So I've gone down that route. For me, how I sort of go about my online coaching, because there's loads of different ways you can do it, is I've got an app that I use. So everything's delivered through their training, yeah. our nutrition, our check-ins, our touch points throughout the week. Um, anything you need is all through there. And then I've got like an educational portal on my website as well, which is for like teaching my clients everything I know. So my sort of mission with all my clients is that they won't be clients forever because in my eyes, that's not a job well done if they still need you. So I aim to get them where they need to be but also with the knowledge as well. So they can leave me, but keep making results and not sort of go back to where they were before they started. I, I think that's the best thing that I've seen on your Instagram as well is that you're educating them because like you said, at the end of the day, they could be paying you for years and years and years and getting absolutely nowhere because they're just not educated enough. And I think that's, it's great that you see your job as an educator rather than, um, What's the word? Other than sort of like a, a business, sort of as in yeah. you're just gonna take and take and take and take, and just have them for years. Rather than like now, you like you educate them, and you, your hope is right after what is it uh, six months, to eight months, to a year, you can go away, and I can see the progression then because you probably be quite friendly and matey with them then, and you'll be able to see yeah. the progression from there then, which is great. Yeah, definitely, and that's I think. That's what I do with all my girls and it's why as well that I close when I get too busy because, yeah, of course, when you're a business, when you're self-employed, you've got to make money. There's yeah. no denying that, you know. We've all got to live. We've all got bills to pay. 
but I'm not solely in it for the financial benefit. So when I feel like I can't take on any more people because it'll affect the service of my yeah. existing clients, then I'll just close. And when I finish those clients and they leave, I'll open up new spaces. So it's not, yeah. money's great, but it's not everything. Yeah, I want to educate my girls. Yeah. That's Definitely. good to see. I don't think you see much of that anymore, of you know, actually wanting to benefit the client too. Yeah. Everyone does it for money nowadays. Yeah, money's such a big thing. Huh? Um, just a little bit away from your business, what are your own current fitness goals now? Because I think, it, um, like, as a personal trainer, you can probably get quite obsessed with everyone else's uh, fitness goals. What are your sort of current ones? Because obviously you uh, indulge in fitness and you enjoy fitness and health yourself. Uh, what are your current goals now? Yeah, so mine are pretty simple at the moment. Last year for me was all about recovery. So the year before last, 2019, I had back injury. I had two bulges on my discs, uh, on two different discs. So I was out to training for 10 months. I'd done a deadlifting, went back too soon, done it again, deadlifting again, being a twat, thinking I knew better. Yeah. So I was out for 10 months. So last year for me was really about like just getting my body back into moving again, not ending up injured after training yeah. for a couple of months. And I think it was like priming myself ready for now. So I started a photo shoot prep last year. I had a coach. Um, I believe all the best coaches have their own coaches. You can always learn off people. So I always get myself coaches. Yeah. Um, so I had a coach last year, started photo shoot prep, but my body just weren't ready for it. It was too hard too soon. So I stopped that, gave myself another couple of months. I'd cut down. Um, done a bit of a bulking phase through the winter but with lockdown and everything get a bit carried away so sitting a bit fluffier than I'd like <laughs> for the moment, to be fair um but yeah started the dieting phase again in January slow and steady lost two two or three kilos I'm down now got myself a coach again and goal now is to just get as lean as I can in time for summer uh, and I'm going to go on about a year to 18 months bulk then so my ultimate goal is just be strong as fuck Last yeah, uh, awesome. you have to take some tips there to recover. Yeah, honestly, do I mean? Yeah, <laughs> to recover. Got a little bit of a back niggle myself, like so. Yeah, you need to take time to recover. Um, yes, yeah. because it'll bite you in the ass if you don't. Um, yeah, so everyone's everything. Um, yeah. Obviously, you said you cut, uh, you bulk in, uh, cut in now, but a big part of it is your diet and stuff, isn't it? So, do you manage to you know stay? strict with your healthy eating or you know with your diet are you hitting your adequate goals what's going on um yes and no so the approach i take with myself and with my with my team is coming away from this mindset of something's healthy or unhealthy it's good or bad because essentially it just builds a bad relationship with food so i teach people like moderation how you can have the things you like without you know you can get your results without sacrificing things so, and that's the exact pro approach I take with my own training. So at the moment, I've got a calorie and macro goal. Of course, I'm not in charge of that because I've got a coach, but I'm on 1,950 calories at the moment and I'm losing a steady half a kilo, a kilo a week. So it's going fine for me. Yeah. Protein's like around 130 gram mark. I've got carb and fat goals, but as long as I'm hitting my calories and my protein, I'm happy. So... I still, my weakness is chocolate. I have it every day. I won't say without it. So yeah. I just fit it into my goals. So yeah, I'm on track for where I want to be. Could I be eating better than I am? Probably, but I'd be miserable as fuck. So I'm not going yeah. to. What's your favourite chocolate? 
Dairy milk, I'm playing yes, the ball. Yes, dairy milk is insane. Um, it's sort of, it's not the next question. I can bad in questions. Um, <laughs> what, um, do you feel like you have to be a role model to your clients? Because I think, like, um, when I look, why I look on Instagram and see personal trainers, they're all these ripped blokes and they, yeah. uh, they're having 45 protein shakes a day and the uh, nutri muscle bars and all that. Do, and do you think that are they proper role models to their clients? Maybe. Do you, do you see yourself, do you feel a pressure to be a role model to them, to eat properly, to train properly? Or... Yeah. So yes and no. I think to be a coach, you have to lead by example. Yeah. You know, there's no good me telling people you need to go out and hit your steps every day if I'm not getting mine in and things yeah. like that. You know. So there is the element of that, but I think we're starting to get to a point now where people are realizing you don't have to be the leanest person in the room to be the best coach. Yeah. And I think it massively depends on your niche and your client base. So a lot of my girls are, um, you know, they've got four, five, six stone to lose. Some of them are just leaning up, which is fine. But it's more about that they've got a lot of body weight they want to shift, a lot of body fat they want to shift, or they just want to get into training and be more experienced. So while I'm not the leanest person in the room at the moment, I've been through what they want to go through so I can coach them through that journey, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, um, so do you want to lead it back towards the business a bit more and... Um... Ask the next question, go on. Yeah. Um, is your business fairly straightforward in Kate? So, like, what's the, like, you know, the best and the worst thing? Um, maybe if clients don't follow the program, do you get frustrated? Um, again, yes and no, depending on their situation. So, the thing I preach with all, all my clients is it's easy to hit your goals when life's okay. It's fucking yeah. hard them when things are going wrong and yeah. nothing's going to plan and but that's what I'm there for so as long as they're giving their best and they're doing all they can I don't mind if they're making mistakes things aren't going right because that's what I'm there for to troubleshoot and figure out how we make it work but when I have people checking in saying you know I haven't done my steps because I couldn't be bothered I am trained this week because I just wasn't feeling up to it or they're like oh I had period pains you know I was in bed for a day I'm like yeah but yeah. that doesn't mean you can't train for a week so it's like Again, yes and no. There's an excuse, but then there's genuine reasons why you can't. So yeah, I'm disciplined with those who need it, but then I'm sympathetic with those who need it as well. So it's knowing your client and when to push, when to pull, when to tell them, right, you just need to shape up and get on with it. It's just understanding who you're working with, really. I think that's a, a great coach to have, not in like, not just in health and fitness, but in any sport really that no I think need, we've had a couple of them and we might yeah where you need a coach to sometimes yeah sometimes put arm around you because you're having a shit day or like to really give you a ball game and kick up the ass that you need to improve and I think you've got it pretty nailed on because <laughs> you see raving reviews and um compliments for your coaching and stuff and obviously the business improvements you must be doing something right I mean because if you was one way more or so than the other then you probably wouldn't be such a great coach as you are. We're not trying to pick uh, you up too much, right? But, <laughs> but you was, yeah, yeah. You must be you must be doing uh, must be doing something right. Yeah, so. but I learned that from my coaches through my sporting career. I think my biggest impact with the dancing. I, you know, I competed for fifteen years. It was only the last five years of that I was ever a champion. So. 
I had the frustrations of things not going right the first 10 years of my career, never mind the first two or three months. Um, and it was when I moved, I moved dance schools, I had a different coach and she understood me. I am not like, I'm really like, yes or no, you do it or yeah. you don't for myself. Yeah. Um, and my coach understood that. So there was no sugarcoating things. If I wasn't good enough, she told me to fuck up and do it properly. And that's what I needed. Because telling me, oh, it's going to be okay, you'll be fine, doesn't work. Because then I get complacent. Telling me, even when I've just danced my best, it wasn't good enough, you need to do better. Yeah. That's what spiraled me and rivaled me on to keep training and keep pushing. So it was when I had that coach who understood me and what I needed, that was when I made the most progress. So I've sort of taken my knowledge of that from my experiences and then applied it to the personalities of each of my clients. Yeah. Um, as social media has like sort of boomed, um, have we found like a correlation? Because obviously, like we've either said before coming on or whilst we're saying it just now, um, your Instagram is probably one of the best content we've seen and like even me and Declan are not yeah. clients of yours, but like some of the tips and advice that you give is is invaluable to probably a lot of people. And like the simple things that you say as well, like I mean, like you said, get out and do 10K steps and just eating out one less something or calories, etc. just helps a lot of people. And you're doing it for free at the end of the day because you just put yeah. it on Instagram. Sharing knowledge. Yeah, really. so and it helps a lot of people. But... I don't know where my question's going with this, but why did you <laughs> uh, why did you start sort of like seriously getting into Instagram? Do you know I mean did you do you um, find that there's a gap sort of thing like use a chance that you can educate a lot more than just your clients? Yeah, I question. think um, with my my niche, my clients, I'd say my client ages are early twenties to mid thirties, so. They're particularly active on Instagram, the most out of all social media platforms. Um, so that's just the platform I started using. I preferred Instagram myself, so it made more sense. And when I first started my Instagram page, it was just like a fitness page for my progress. So I was just posting my own workouts, yeah. stuff like that. And then as I went down the PT route, obviously I changed it. Um, and I'd only really say since February of last year, so like the last year, I've actually been putting content out that helps people. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of coaches and PTs go wrong is that all they ever talk about is themselves, their own training and their own progress, but nobody gives a shit about that. They want to know how you can help them. So yeah. while you stay there, like, yeah, I give out a lot of free knowledge, a lot of free tips. People are then going, shit, if she's saying this for free, what's she going to teach me when I'm paying her? And then yeah, that sort of gets people to think, right, okay, maybe she knows what she's talking about. Maybe I can <laughs> trust her. Yeah, it's true. And they're seeing these transformations and stuff that you post every week. It's, it's just looking at me like, well, it, it, that's the job you want done in it so yeah. I think seeing it definitely gives motivation as well yeah, uh, yeah. another question that's not on the list but I'll add how do you find uh, sort of because obviously no doubt your mates are your clients as well how do you find being sort of the brutal coach but also the mate to them because especially from a boy's perspective if I told Declan that his scrum profiles are right in rugby I think I'd have a nah. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have some shit back of him, like alpha male battle, like yeah, it would be, it yeah. would be. But how do you find that? Um, I don't really coach many friends and family for that exact reason. Yeah, because they don't see you as an authority. They don't <laughs> see you as someone to look up to. So, like myself, I know loads of coaches that are amazing coaches, but my coach isn't them because I know I wouldn't listen to them. 
Um, yeah. So I have the odd, I've got a couple of family members and I have had one or two friends, but they never last long for that reason because they just say, no, you know, I'm not listening to you or I'm not this. Or they answer back the way clients would. <laughs> I haven't yeah. got this. So I'll just take someone else on who's going to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> linking it back to how quick your business has flown up, but where do you think you're going to see yourself now in the next five years? Do you think it's going to rapidly still go up or do you think it'll slow down? What do you think? I'm hoping it'll continue to grow. Yeah, I've done a bit of a five-year plan, so I've got ideas oh, of where yeah. I want to be. Um, definitely want to be like a name, like an industry leader where people say, you know, I want to lose weight. They're like, yeah, go to this person, you know, like Katie's a girl, that type of thing. So definitely want to keep growing. I'm not stopping here at all. Um, yeah. It's just I'm at the point now where I can't keep doing it on my own. So I've considered employing other coaches, going down that route. But at the moment, because I'm so early and because it's took off so quickly, I'm the business isn't in a position to have other people. You know, it's still my name. It's me that yeah. people are into rather than the brand. So there's a couple of different projects I've got in the pipeline over the next probably six to ten months that will sort of be the next steps for me in terms of where we go to keep growing happy days uh, yeah do, do you well, it's not again i'm just adding Chance, just ask it. yeah um <laughs> are you mainly going to be online because of the success that online has caused due to covid or are you going to be back will you ever go back to like, yeah yeah um, I've thought it through. I've really thought it through the last couple of months. Um, my ultimate goal when I was PTM was to get online because I earn money before I even wake up in the morning. Like in that sense, the financial freedom, I can do an hour of work a day and make more than the average person in that sense. But I also have freedom in terms of where I am. Like I'm now at a point where if the girls message me and they want to go for food, I haven't got to work about my clients. I can just say, oh, I'll just work at different times today. Yeah. Or I can just pack my bags tomorrow and fly to the other side of the world. I don't lose a penny. It makes no difference to me, you know? So I've got that freedom now where I can do what I want. I live life on my terms. I literally work two and a half days a week. I work a Monday all day, a Tuesday morning, and a Friday morning. And I just do bits and bobs of Instagram content, chat with people, catch up with clients in and amongst that. But I probably do more than like 15 hours of genuine work a week, so... You make yeah, like you make you make my comment earlier saying you're the busiest person now. So awful. Yeah. I'm busy, but I'm not productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, um yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> we got some Instagram questions though, I think. Is that all of the questions you've got to answer, Mike? Uh, ask or Yeah, I've added a few as well, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll just get straight into the Instagram ones now. We got some tasty ones, like but yeah, some are good. Uh, some quite good some ones. People. Yeah. I'll start it off then. Um, first of all, do you have an inspiration for your fitness? So like a sports person or um, a dancer maybe? Um, bit cocky, but my own inspiration competing was myself. Like I only yeah. ever wanted to be better than myself. Um especially when I won the championship the first time, I was like, right, no one's taking this title off me. Like, I'm going to win it again. This is mine type of thing. So yeah. growing up, I didn't really look up to too many people too much. Now my inspirations are less fitness orientated and more business orientated. Um, and people who just genuinely 
enjoy their life. I know so many people who are working amazing jobs or having really good pay or got the body of their dreams, but they hate every second of the day. I can't, I look forward to a Monday morning. I love waking up and working, you know, thinking I've got a long day checking today, but I know it's going to be great. So yeah. mine more business people that I look up to rather than fitness now. Fitness, yeah. I think fitness-wise, it's just going to be, I'm just going to push myself and see what I can get my physique to be like over the next few years. Definitely. I, I, I think that's the greatest thing about self-employed. You know, you can do what you want and everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your, your current training split, if you have one. Yeah, you so this. I was doing um, five days, three upper, two lower. Um, I've just started with my coach last week. I'm in my second week now. And I've got pull, push, legs, upper, lower. So I've got three upper body because my goal is I want to build more of an upper body. I like the look of a big back, big shoulders, lats and waist type thing. So prioritising upper at the moment because it is lagging big time. So that's my split at the moment. Mike, go and take some tips, but... Yeah, I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. What's your favourite cheat meal? Oh... No such thing as a cheap meal, first of all. You can just enjoy food without labelling it. Um, but Chinese, got to be Chinese every day of the week. Yeah. I wish I could have Chinese every day of the week. That's <laughs> just what I say, Mike. I'm, I'm going to have a cheap meal now. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, That's all you're ever have. Yeah, no. Uh, this is a quite a good one. Um, how do you get around those bad days? So whether that's training, so like your clients and for yourself, how do you go about it? Okay, with myself, I'll, well, take the same approach of both really, but if I have a bad day, I'll figure out why. Like, was my sleep poor? Have yeah. I not been keeping on top of my water goals the last couple of days as nutrition? You know, maybe I've had more chocolate and takeaways than I usually would, so food's a bit less nutritious. So I try to see if, like, there's a reason for it. Yeah. In terms of, like, my productivity and, like, getting things done every day, like I have a routine. If I don't follow that, I wouldn't do jack shit. So I know yeah. unless I stick to my routine, I'll go AWOL. So check in with that. With clients, pretty much the same approach. Checking if there's a reason for it, what's going on in their personal life, what's work stress like. Then just coming up with a plan that works around them. So I've got a couple of girls at the moment. They're just struggling with lockdown mentally and they're just sending me three positives of their day, every day at the end of the day. Not a massive thing, takes two seconds to do, but it just means before they go to bed, they're looking at the good rather than the bad. And it's just changed their mood the next day then, they're waking up feeling a bit more optimistic. So simple little things really, rather than like drastic changes. But it's that, I am re- just started reading now, I'm a bit of a freak with reading books, massively have <laughs> business and things. Yeah. But I'm reading Atomic Habits now, and that is all about like how one little thing that you do that you don't think is really that big now will have a big impact on you in like a year two years five years down the line so it's just setting those little habits for my clients that will eventually make a difference i literally want to get into reading but i just can't so <laughs> we I can't read though <laughs> a couple of months ago and now i read every day can't. i've never been a massive reader but i should but i just don't can't get into it right yeah, this right. is a, this is a tasty one <laughs> Do you think you can out-squat Mike Bevan? Absolutely not. My squat is shit. <laughs> yes. I'll be honest there. I'll be honest now. Uh, my one rep match has got 80 kilos, so i got no chance. Well, look at his face. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can squat that. I, I generally don't know. 
I know I've got oh, the Arsenal. Last time I went to the gym was March <laughs> last year, maybe. So you, I, I generally I hate weights. I hate weights. And like when we used to do SSE and rugby and stuff, I was, I was the last one in, and then I was the first one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Last two, and Kate. Um, this is quite a good one, actually, because I wouldn't have a Scooby-Doo out to answer it. What about exercise when you're on your period? Obviously, you mentioned a bit earlier, but... Um, yeah, so massively depends on the person. Everyone's symptoms will be different. Some people struggle more than others. So first things first is figuring out like how you feel the week leading up to your cycle, why you're on, and then as you're coming off. Um, but essentially... The first two weeks of your period, so the week you come on and the week after that of your cycle, is your strongest two weeks in terms of gym progress, strength training. Um, so usually the first couple of days of your cycle, depending how long your period lasts, of course, every woman's different. I say the average about five to seven days. The first like one to three days is usually when you're in pain the most, you're feeling quite tired, just want to eat all the chocolate under the sun. So those days I tend to just say like, just take it easy in the gym. If you're able to train, do your session, but don't expect PBs. Don't be pushing for new numbers. Just make it one of those sessions. You get in, you get a job done, you get out type of thing. Yeah. From about day three on, as soon as pain starts getting more manageable, you feel like you've got more energy. There's no reason why you can't be pushing new numbers because they're your strongest two weeks of, of your cycle just because of the hormone release. So I know I always get PBs the last two or three days of my periods and then the two or three days after that because that's when I'm strongest. So I'll always push myself. Although I might not feel the best going into it, I know strength-wise I'm at my best, so I will push myself. So just finding how girls deal with their periods and things. And like, of course, everyone deals with pain differently. Some people are more like a bitch and lay in bed. There's nothing wrong with them. That's then good. others yeah. are their arms falling like, off and they carry on. So, yeah. It's knowing when to push clients and when not to, but I'd say generally just take it easy the first couple of days when you feel ready to push, get back to pushing for new numbers. Do, do you mind working out Declan's uh, time in for his people? <laughs> I, think, I think it'll really benefit everyone. Yeah, I can tell you that's when I'm hungry. Yeah, that's when I get hungry. That's what it is. <laughs> Last one then. Oh, go on food. What are your day to day eating habits? Okay. Um, Pretty boring. My food choices are really plain and there's very little I like. So breakfast, I'll have protein pancakes with Nutella, um, strawberries, grapes, banana, something like that on top. Yeah. Um, dinner, I'll either have um, steaks or lean burgers. I usually try and get about 50, 60 grams of protein in my lunch with a side salad and cheese not much carbs and then my pre-workout then I'll have three or four rice cakes with a bit of Nutella train post-workout I'll have like maybe a bagel or something like that if I haven't had Nutella with my rice cakes I'll have it on my bagel and then evening meal is like a family meal so spaghetti bolognese like you know like the normal stuff yeah, but yeah. a bit of protein control so not not exciting at all very <laughs> boring and very repetitive but it's what I like yeah, yeah. that sounds perfect meal to me <laughs> this is my own question now sorry it's question um do, do you find it boring having it do you have the similar things every day because like i think me and Declan try and stick with like 
having the same breakfast every day and then yeah you have the one day where you might tell push the ball down that cocoa pot <laughs> yeah but, yeah i just find this easier because with my routine i know if it was my training so i know like if i have a day where i don't feel as strong it's not my food because my food's always the same so i can figure out what it is um but also, the, like I said, I'm really fussy with food. There's not a lot I like. So it doesn't feel repetitive because it's all that I like, you know? So yeah. it's easy. But what I try to do with, with clients, if they want like a lot of variety and flexibility, is try and come up with like four or five different breakfast options, four or five different lunch yeah. options, and tea options that they could pick and choose from. So they feel like they're having different and all choice, the time yeah, without yeah. like the same thing day in, day out. Right. Thank you very much, kids. It's been great. We've actually finished the main bit now, which is great. Um, yeah. We're on to our quick fire quiz, something that we do most <laughs> weeks now. Um, we've asked her pre and is there anything that uh, we can't we ask? Can't and, and, and she said she's open book, so here goes. Well, uh, <laughs> don't see for me. <laughs> um, do you want to kick off, bud? No, nah, go on. on. You, uh, you kick it off, boy. All right. Ready? Orange juice with bits or without? Neither, I don't like it. Uh, oh. All right, what juice? What juice? Oh, you don't like juice? I'm like, oh, tropical juice is about as adventurous as I get. <laughs> all right, to your coffee. Tea. Domino's or pizza? Right? Domino's. Costa, Obviously. Starbucks. Oh, mm, Starbucks, I think. I probably have more Starbucks. Oh, yeah, it's a debated one now. Cardio <laughs> or weights? Weights all day, every day. I can't run a mile. <laughs> upper body lower body upper a night out with the girls or a night in with your boyfriend oh good question hopefully Sam's <laughs> probably a night out because I've been stuck in so long Jerry right when we was writing this down we were so hoping you were still with your boyfriend like yeah because we obviously we didn't know whether you was or with I thought imagine yeah imagine she came out and was like I am. I am. <laughs> Would you rather drink spirit or pint? Mm, pint. All day as a pint. No oh, pint. yes. What, Come what on. Pint? What's, what's your go to? What's your go to? Oh, shit. Thatcher's and black. Oh, nice. oh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, gin or vodka? Gin. Don't do vodka. Don't <laughs> do <on>. vodka. <laughs> Snapchatting or texting? Fuck, neither. I'm anti-social as fuck. I'm too busy. Probably text. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Instagram. If that's an option, I'll go with that. Music. <laughs> listening to music or listening to a podcast while walking? Podcast. Yeah. What's your biggest pet peeve? Manners. Can't do people that don't have manners. Yeah. yeah like that. Um, do you prefer your boyfriend, if he had enough, with a mullet or a skin feed? <laughs> um, skin feed. Yeah. It'd have to be. M- mullets what are coming are, in, mate. One of them ones, like. <laughs> mullets are coming in. No, that's what I'm thinking. The people I know that have them now, I'm like, no, not at all. <laughs> Second to last, then. Shut up, Mike. Dick or Mike? That is harsh as fuck. <laughs> I'm harder. In terms of what? You you, whatever you could put it whatever whatever. you think. I think I've had more conversations with Mike, so I'm gonna go Mike. Shocking, come on, up the boys. (laughs) This is the last one. This is the important one. (laughs) Um, 
Or even when you'd ask it. At, at the end of the day, it, it could give you really shit. Um, Lentil goose. <laughs> goose, it has to be. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on. You've been fantastic. And, oh. um, it yeah, wasn't as bad great. as I thought. I was expecting worse. No, 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 no. No, no. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> Keep it. Uh, <laughs> Been great. Uh, answers have been great, and hopefully, um, yeah, I've enjoyed um, especially females and the women. Hopefully, they can get in touch if they have any problems. And like I said, uh, definitely your Instagram is the best content, probably around for male and female for advice and guidance. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if you know your handle off by art, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty straightforward at KCM underscore fitness underscore. Uh, happy days. Um, yeah, and then up to you. We normally have a quote in the episode, so have you got one? Yes, I actually had it tattooed on me just before Christmas. So mine is in my half fucking leg sleeve that I haven't finished. But <laughs> don't dream your life, live your dream. So I'm all about doing what you enjoy, make the most of life. Hence why I'm not going back to the gym floor. So that's that's sort of what I live by every day, just making sure I enjoy myself. What about you, Deg? Off our court. Off our court, yeah, no, I think, I well, obviously I agree with you. I think most people should live like that rather than work in nine to five every day to earn money to do absolutely piss all when they go home like doing and not live a life they want to live. What do you think, Bev? Yeah, I think you obviously, growing up, you have these dreams of your life and all that. And like um, Katie said, that she's enjoying her work now. And I think... If, if your dream is to enjoy your work and you're enjoying it now, then you're living your dream, and you at the end of the day, like, yeah. and like you're going to university now. There, I'm already in university. It's a part of our dream, and then hopefully that contributes to the way we're going to live. Hopefully in the future. So yeah, I hope so. Too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely, just <laughs> in, literally yeah, enjoy enjoy what you're doing and go from there. Yeah, um, I think that wraps up. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. thanks for coming on, Kate. I've enjoyed it. I think Mike does as well. Um, yeah, obviously, definitely. in a couple of weeks, we should have a squat off and see who can get the biggest EB. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, seriously, thanks as always, Mike. And yeah, thanks, thanks. Kate. Catch thanks you all next week. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. No, 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 no,